The following podcast is recorded and produced by Emerge, a media creators co-op in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. Hello and welcome back to the Next of Kin podcast. I'm your host, Rich, joined by my son, Christian. How are you, sir? I got allergies. You got allergies? Yeah. Every year, this time of year, you <laughs> yeah, get those stupid allergies. Weeks, man, at the end of August, beginning of yep. September. Life sucks, man. Yeah. The ragweed. Or something. The ragweed. I don't know. What the, so, what the hell's ragweed? Uh, it's, a, it's a weed made of rags. That's botanist or something? Uh, like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. I've never known what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's, and that's unfortunately, apparent. That's very apparent. <laughs> and apparently people podcast. listen to me not know what I'm talking about and listen to our podcast. Yeah. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, things are going well over here at Emerge. We've got all kinds of, uh, we had a busy week. I, this is my fourth night in a row here at Emerge doing a podcast. I, I think this is our fifth or sixth podcast this week. So yeah. um, things are growing. So if you're interested in podcasting, please reach out to us on our social media. Uh, go to morantomedia.com. Um, doing all kinds of video production services and we're investing in another podcast studio relatively soon and um, we're just going to keep growing what we're doing. So if you're, you're interested in this kind of stuff, please reach out because uh, we think there's a nice home for you here at Emerge. So, all right, there's my commercial. So, uh, busy nice. week. We've been busy. We've been watching a lot of stuff, catching up on yeah. things. It's been, so, so today's the first actually when we're recording this, and Lord of the Rings is out tonight too. I didn't, Lord of the I Rings didn't realize that. Yeah. Oh, I, didn't I, even t- know I that. just noticed that when I was at work today. I was like, oh, it's not out yet though. They're doing like a, like I think I assume it at eight it comes out or something. It's on Amazon, right? It's on Amazon, but I looked on Prime, and it's not out yet, but it is out today. So they're dropping so, it at a specific. So I time. guess they're doing like a late drop, which I usually just it's it's usually just the date, and then like right. it drops at three a.m. So interesting. But, it's I don't think I but I'm not that. sure if they're going to do that every week or not, or if that's just for this first week. I'm trying not. to remember how they did it with like other things, like the Expanse and stuff. If they came out at a specific time, mm-hmm. or if it just launched, it came out at midnight, like She Hulk and yeah, stuff like sure. that on Disney Plus. But yeah, without a. So an interesting has been happening in our house tonight. because obviously we've watched Disney, a lot of Disney Plus and Amazon and Netflix and Hulu and different things. Yeah, good but I think the one we're really spending the most time on right now is HBO Max. I've always said HBO Max is is pretty good. Like it actually has like again it has a pretty shit interface and it's not like the yeah. best like uh like way to get around. Like it's like there are other better designed well, services. So but in terms of its content though. Like it has a pretty pound like, for pound. I think I think it's gonna get ruined though by this new merger thing and all true. the behind but the scenes stuff. But at the moment and up until now, when you think of shows that have been on HBO and now HBO Max, well, I think we've talked about this before. I said we like, definitely they have. have like the luck. It's almost like a luxury like content. Where they the, don't which is like try the HBO to do stuff though. right. And then there's almost like a a pretty decent uh amount of like Warner Brothers movies, which again Warner right. Brothers has like a lot of axes. Yeah. They get I mean, they get stuff on HBO Max pretty. Like, like, newer movies from, like, the theater. Pretty quick. Right. Like, as well. Uh, and then that's on top of, like, a pretty decent, like, cartoon. Because um, they have, like, Cartoon Network stuff. Well, Although that was kind of what I was saying. Of, like, pretty, yeah. pretty niche. Well, but, think like, about what they well have access cartoons. to. I mean, obviously, you can just watch, like, a like you can watch yeah. any of the... Like, it's not the, the deepest service. Like, there's services with a lot more content on it. No, but, but if you think about what they have access to, just think of, like, Space Jam, for example, and yeah. look at all those characters that are at the end of Space Jam. So they've got all the Scooby-Doo stuff, they got all the Bugs Bunny stuff, mm-hmm. they got all the DC stuff, they've obviously got a lot of access to a lot of different they things. some anime. Like some anime stuff. Anime but then also think about some of the shows they've had over the years, Sopranos mm-hmm. and things like that. So obviously they've had a lot, and obviously Game of Thrones, 
which is the biggest show of all time on you know anywhere, wh- yeah. whether a streaming service or anywhere, it's obviously the biggest. I show I don't of know all how time. they've done like in terms of their like original content because again they I know they just cut like six original movies. Right. Like, as part of the whole whatever like tax break thing I, they're trying to do, I, but also you talking about Warner Brothers? You talking about HBO? I'm talking about HBO because because I, I haven't really gone. I well besides the Harley Quinn show, which is right. like which is an HBO Max exclusive, not an HBO. Yes. thing. it's an HBO. So like, but a lot of the stuff I do go to HBO Max for is just HBO stuff. Yes. So so it's not like so I don't think like their original like stuff has been like the greatest in the world. Um, because like I, HBO only, Max or HBO, the, the only two like shows that are HBO Max specific that I've gone and watched are Peacemaker and like Harley Quinn, and those are two great shows. No, those are pretty good though. But I just can't think of like on the top of my head like other shows that they have, right. and not that I need to go and watch every show or that every show needs to speak to me. But I just can't think of other like popular stuff. Well, I, I know like think t- about, I know like if, Titans. If you and think stuff about like what that, they or, have, is that the HBO stuff? Yeah, Max Originals they call it, DC. TCM, um, Adult Swim, and then Sesame Street. Although yeah. they're trying to move away from Sesame Street, it feels like. Um, yeah, they did some weird thing where they cut like a bunch of Sesame yeah. Street. I think episodes, we talked about that last time. So. A little weird, but. but either way, we're watching a lot of HBO, HBO Max. It was kind of funny. Yeah. So on Sunday night, we were getting ready to watch the second episode of House of the Dragon, and we had this funny situation is because Mrs. Morano doesn't really want to watch it because of all the nudity and all the terrible things that end up happening on the show. And she, of course, the, the running joke, and lots of people have this running joke about their wife or their mother always seems to walk in at the worst moments. Yeah. Years ago, when we were watching Walking Dead, she walked in when the little girl came out of the barn and then when uh, Rick's wife that. died. The two like, times, like probably eight, right? were two of the most horrific moments in the in history Walking of the Dead, show. Yeah. Um, that's when mom walked in at two different times. To, so we were banished to the basement to watch Walking Dead after that. So we were going to watch House of the Dragon in the basement, but the cable box couldn't get it. And then HBO Max doesn't have the show right away. Yeah, so know. we had to like stream. Ca- like, it was like really complicated. And then mom went to bed early. So we just watched in the living room anyway. Yep. So, <laughs> so she didn't come in at the wrong time. So, but either way, that goes back to your issue of like the app is kind of iffy at times. But uh, yeah, it's weird. But but we are watching some good stuff in HBO. So let's get right into it. So let's talk about first of all. I mentioned last week about right Harley now. Quinn. Yeah. Harley Quinn is just great. Yeah, the writing on Harley Quinn is no right being again. It's not always again like the story's not always like the most like. I think I've only world. seen. But again, the writing and the dialogue, in, the dialogue in particular, and the jokes yes. are like the, the jokes are very clever. Yes. Like, ru- like writer room jokes. Like I think even, I've only watched one episode of Harley Quinn so far, and I haven't watched the whole thing yet. Yeah. That I was like, eh, that wasn't so good. I everything else has been hilarious. Yeah, it's pretty. I, it's really I, well, well done. Well, we were watching the newest episode today, mm-hmm. and it was basically they had kidnapped Bruce Wayne, and then they used. Professor Psycho uh, or Doctor Psycho Dr. or whatever Psycho, think, to go yeah. into his brain and like the, the whole thing, but it was it was so well done. And the what I like first time I brought Psycho back this season too. Psycho was a bit more of a main character the last two seasons. But I he's love pretty funny. it's the tongue and cheekness of wink wink making fun of their own universe. Yeah, like the how dark Batman is, and Batman's almost buffoony at times. Like he's almost like kind of a he's almost kind yeah, of a like, clowny. This is, this is a very um. It's not the most like uh. Like competent Batman. Yes, yeah, it's kind of funny. Oh, that they, way. they fuckuate depending on their needs. It depends the on the needs, so. right? But it was interesting, like kind of a very serious. Continuity. Well, they made a lot of fun references with this Batman in this episode that were very similar to like 
a Michael Keaton Batman. They used the score from the original Batman yeah. from the 1990, whatever that was. And then even references to the Penguin and the Rockets and stuff. So yeah. there was a lot of like stuff in it that was kind of very... Um, like they, they kind of have fun with which Batman they're kind of poking fun at, mm-hmm. and the way they mix Bane. Or but like this last, was a great or episode. Like last episode with Joker, like they yeah. had the stupid little like campaign song or whatever he right. had, and then part of his campaign song was just references to all the live action versions of the character right. and stuff. So, and then even like the parade was right out of Batman, yeah, the ba- exactly, you know, Batman yeah. Two with like when yeah that episode was all you know, was all like uh, when the Joker camp. was having the they kind of stole from the the Penguin because the Penguin that ran for mayor. Was entirely Easter egg. Yeah. Actually, Even though it was the Joker, they stole from the concept that the Penguin ran for mayor in Batman Two. Yeah, and, I, and either way, like just having like Tim the Joker be like a socialist, is, <laughs> right? It's just to make people yeah. mad. Like hey, I, I am a socialist. That was it. Was it's, it's I really, am really a good. socialist. <laughs> um, yeah, that's pretty cool. Like, um, yeah, no, yeah, if definitely. you haven't watched that show, like I always uh, encourage people it, to give it a try because you might be surprised. Like I, cartoons aren't for everyone, and even like adult. It, it reminds me of Archer, in a sense. It's a great mix of, like, an Archer and a Rick and Morty. I think, yeah, those are probably between but the two. But probably you're yeah. right. I think it's more like Archer. I think the dialogue style reminds me of Archer very much, yep. where it's just very quippy. And then, like, a lot of, like, characters getting sidetracked by their own, like, imagination well, the, and, like, the their Bane, own stupid thoughts. The Bane is so wrapped up. And the the fact, Bane is such a simple bit. Like The Bane just, bit is so good, but it comes back all the time, is that he's mad... And Harley Quinn, because she didn't marry. Uh, no, there was a uh, Poison Ivy last. Was season. supposed to Spoilers, marry. Uh, by yeah. the way, is supposed to ma- marry like Kite Man, and instead, um, like last in season two, they have like a kind of like a love triangle thing with Harley, and, right? Like, which is a, from the comics as well. But so, Bane but so is obsessed Har- yeah, so, because mm-hmm. he gave them a pasta maker, and they didn't get married, and they, and they didn't, didn't get married, get and he wants the pasta maker back. <laughs> which again, the, the, the like, wedding got raided by the damn cops. So it's, I'm they so don't mad about it. my like, pasta maker, and I and he like calls into like a Frasier type yeah. show, which was Doctor Psycho, and they did a nice Frasier bit, which was pretty funny. Yeah. And, and it's just like that, but it's a little running joke about the super pasta maker, but they don't let it go. Like, it's just, he's obsessed yeah. with it. Or maybe, even just the, maybe I shouldn't be so obsessed yeah. with the pasta maker. Or even just, just like the iterations of the character, because yep. basically no, no character is basically like the serious, I think no. Poison Ivy's pretty close to like maybe some, some versions and of the, the character. And the Joker somewhat too. The Joker although is, not anymore because now he's a like suburban First hu- season Joker husband. is like pretty similar, yeah. I guess. Although it's a bit more like camp and a bit more like a... Yeah. Uh, like behind the scenes humor type stuff because right. it's cause again it's it's meta humor a lot of it like making fun of the sure. like of themselves right. and like the universe around them yeah definitely but Harley, it's so good yeah. and so watch it I mean again it's a, it's basically like Quinn's like very similar to like even like say like a she's in many ways main, but again she's a, she's emancipated from uh yes. from the Joker though so it's like very Quinn we don't see too often she's probably like, the character that like you said that's close to her actual character yeah and in many ways she's kind of the straight man. For everything that's going on, kind of, because you think of like the three, because you think of like even her crew, like in the big, like the, the is like Clayface, who's nothing like any version of oh, the he's character, terrible. and he's like an actor. Yeah, you have like uh, well, he wants to be an you actor. have King Shark. It was not like yeah. like if you think of King Shark and like the Suicide Squad, it's right. like the opposite. Yeah, version like it's like the same look, but he's smart and he can right. talk like well. And well, he, and Bane is like a mixture of two of different. And Bane's, Bane's like not really like a in the crew. He's got or the Tom Hardy voice. But yeah, but they do that. They do the stupid Tom Hardy voice, yeah. but they still put him in the in the big bulky like yeah. m- like yeah. uh, Mexican like wrestling right. like style like it's costume. Just great. So 
Yeah, with like the big tubes. It's and not like stuff. we have to review the show or the episode. We just kind of suggest that you watch it because I think it's just a smart, smart, yeah. funny. Although we were watching that one episode and the mom came in, we had to turn off that one episode because it was completely inappropriate. Or even like I think it's like, it was, I don't, this like might it be was like a little, the first or second episode of the show. This yeah. might be literally like the Doctor Psycho that character. Like within like in the first two episodes, that character like joins Harley Quinn's crew because he gets kicked out of the Legion of Doom for calling like Wonder Woman like the c word during like a fight. Yeah. Like <laughs> like that's like within the first two yeah. episodes of the show. Right. Like so, so the Legion of Doom says like we're evil, but we're not that bad. We're not that bad. <laughs> so, like, we want to destroy the planet, but and we, I'm pretty sure John Carlo Esposito like voices Lex Luthor actually, and I he's think, like it's yeah, like we are the Legion of Doom. Do yeah. not. Don't. <laughs> well, I like that it's James like, Gunn plays himself on the show. Yeah, for an episode yeah, or two. Yeah, like, they had, uh, what's his face? The, they played himself. It's, I just like the way they do it, and it's just Clayface is like literally impersonating like a so, real actor. Now. Also, like, moving on, I think we got enough for Harley. Yeah, we got let's enough now. On. So the other thing Don't we wanted that you finally watched, and we're never going to get your brother to watch, is you finally watched Peacemaker. I, I, I thought Peacemaker was pretty good. I I enjoyed it. I again, I'm easily entertained by. Silly stuff. So I just loved Peacemaker. I thought it was great. I I thought yeah. that the way they developed it. It's the same style as like a as the Suicide Squad. Like it it, yes. it gives off that vibe the entire time. Oh, for sure. Um, I mean, obviously the show's been out, so we don't have to worry about spoilers. But yeah. they did a great a while, job so. with the characters, like bringing obviously his character back from the Suicide Squad, as well as two of the characters that kind of knocked out. Uh, Mr. Waller. The background characters. The, yeah, the yeah. kind of, because the one girl ends up the one who knocked Waller out. But they end up being more you know. interesting than you think they would will be. So they get punished uh, and they have to go join yeah. kind of the one other girl's team. A, a Waller's daughter yeah. who's like kind of like Waller's taking advantage of to, like when she's falling on hard times to get right. her back into like her right. industry. But uh, I mean, I mean, they got he's liquid, got an eagle. Yeah, they got liquid, the best friends. The eagly, best character. Eagly is great. Like Eagly is yeah. like you named your eagle Eagly, yeah. and the and when they fr- finally yeah. use Eagle, it's hilarious. Yeah. Because he's vicious. When Eagle actually starts killing people, it's awesome. Yeah, Vigilante is really good. Uh, Vigilante is... Vigil- he's just a psycho. He's just a, he just, he's a straight-up yes. psychopath. Yeah. Like, he's in the... <laughs> but the non-secular and his humor... And his students are, like, apparently, like, super, super comic accurate as well, which yeah. is, like, everyone... Hated and he's that. almost always because in the everyone suit. hated that in Keith Vigilante was also in the stupid Arrowverse and he right. was just, he had one of those awful suits that oh, left, okay but um, his but his personality is entirely made up by James Gunn oh, okay. uh, for this one from what I've seen and it's, it's and he's just this weird kind of weird he thinks he's like he's like he, 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 he's obviously like a bit um yeah. like mentally uh yeah like challenged challenged just slightly uh but his non sequitur humor the way it like kind of lines up yeah. with like, although his 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 intelligence level does fluctuate depending on the yeah. needs right. of like the scene. <laughs> So I will say it's not consistent, but it is funny more yeah. often than it's not. But you got Liquid Metal Man from T two playing like a like a like a you know a Ku Klux Klan like racist dude. Yeah, that guy was good. That but guy played a really create, good villain or like and the way they create the villain. background for Peacemaker with you know yeah. With and John Cena is not like the best actor in the world of Minions, but he he's was, like a competent. He puts in a competent at some points emotional performance. Like right. enough. Like, they didn't it, rely it is on way him. better than anything he's yeah. ever done. He doesn't I've have seen to do in, a lot of heavy so. lifting as the character either. They, they Although I have seen I have seen John Cena do well comedic before in yeah. a few things. Like there are a few things that He's done. pretty funny. No, no, he he has pretty decent com- I forget exactly the one movie I've seen him in, but he was funny in like in some comedies. Right. Or, I would say the things that he's done better in thus far cuz again, 
a performance he doesn't, a performance like like Fast and Furious, the last one he was in. Got yeah. fucking like just terrible. murder me. Yeah. Just like stab me in the like the chest. He's playing to play it serious and he's, that. Like, he's better playing comedic buffoony version of himself yeah. than playing a serious version, a tough guy version of himself. But he did the little bits yeah. of like especially like the the father relationship. Like yeah. that stuff in particular, he yeah. handles well. But that's like, also it, good and directing and well well written. His relationship with the guy with the beard. Um, you yeah. know, just the different characters that in, I mean, I, and, and, and the funny thing about it is another damn kaiju at the end, yeah, another, yeah, yeah, another one. And then this, the big thing. And then even like uh, most people probably have seen it. I don't want to spoil like the last scene, but there's a great, there's some great cameos at the end. Yeah. Um, but it was funny. There's an episode where you said you saw something in the news or something on the show. And you're like, is he gonna have to fight that? And I'm like, yeah, no, it was way too he's, obvious. Yeah. He's not gonna fight that. And then you were like, you were like, you you lied to me. You did. You told me that it was gonna, you know. So, so um, <laughs> this is kind of funny that way. But um, yeah, definitely. Peacemaker's another yeah. one, good one. And again, I think it was what six episodes, eight episodes. What was it? It wasn't super. Uh, it was long. like eight episodes. And it was fun. Yeah, it, was it was fun. Good. It's again. I like James Gunn. A lot, I like so, simple. Like, I not I, everything I, has to be. I love Westworld. I just didn't think another it'd be HBO like property, it, like, but I don't want to have a brain also, seizure trying to have, understand what happened. I don't go watch every DC thing, and I haven't for like, and I like, and I don't, I like DC a lot, like especially like, like uh, like the animated DC movies that they put out. I think are usually pretty decent. Right. I think like something like Young Justice is like almost always pretty good. This Harley Quinn show is good, but like, and even like there are certain things within the DCEU that I've like liked before, but. But um, after like Snyderverse, like the, that movie, which I knew they were never gonna follow up, but it's hard to care about anything, right? Like at this point, and that's why I like as much as there's controversy around uh, the the actor, right? Uh, like Flashpoint when that comes out, like well, hopefully can give like a little bit of momentum to this, because like without like a plan or like and, and to be fair, I think like the weird state that they've been in for a bit has allowed like. Certain things to do well because you've had like Joker and the Batman right. do well in this time frame. Well, the only thing in universe that's been like super super well received, yeah, has been like, like what the Suicide Squad maybe. Well, and the, and the Batman was very well, but that's not even in universe. That's like oh, a completely well, separate thing. Yeah, like, yeah, sure. so I I think it has been interesting that they've been allowed to um make stuff that's not related at all, which I think like Marvel. Well, occasionally suffers for. I know financially it didn't make as much money as, as it people thought it was going to do, but yeah. like some of their stuff in the universe has done very well. Aquaman's done very well. Um, yeah, you know now. But I just have, want they, some focus I, now. I, I like, feel slightly bad for DC because they had a problem with casting, obviously with Aquaman, not the actor, but the other character. Well, it's just wild that we're like and six. Now years they got into another this. problem with the Flash actor. Well, it's just weird that we were like this many years into this universe, and we have like oh so, yeah, there's like six heroes, and so, half of the actors aren't returning. Yeah, so, so here's a funny thing that you said, and you said something like, "I'm hoping that Flashpoint will set up the DC universe." And and here's it's got to reset things. Reset we got, we need a new here's, point. Here's my point though, I think the DC's biggest problem was this terrible plan for universe you know, world building anyway. Yeah. So I just want Flashpoint to be good. I, I don't care if it sets up Which something all, else, the, but the by everything said, I'm yeah. hearing mm-hmm. is that this is a really good movie and DC's got to figure out yeah. how can that's they release this. That's why they're trying this. to play PR with, with, yeah. with Ezra and everything. They so. got to have, they almost have to say like, we're sorry that this guy's a jerk, mm-hmm. but please go see the movie because we're very proud of this project. And I think they're getting away with it. Like, you know, they're, they're trying to rationalize it as nothing was on set. 
at all, which, and, which like, I guess. And like, I, I don't think they knew about a lot of this. And, until... again, to be fair, we only have, like, a bit of, like, like, I'm sure there's there's going to be, like, an Ezra Miller, uh like, big interview at some point. Like, Oprah. he already did, like, a little bit of, Oprah. like. Like, he did a, a kind of apology. It wasn't really an apology. Or, or they did apology. A, they did an apology. Yeah. Um, uh, but I don't know. They're, they're going to do some major, like, remedy work with they're them. They're going to have to. They're going to have to I, figure out something with him. Because they really um, seem confident in, in this one, this movie in particular. Like, uh, seemingly, is, they have a lot of high hopes for it. Like and they really like it how it's throw. turned out. So, so. Right. But, um, yeah, so that's kind of like... I know it's kind of newsy related, but I think that, no, that, makes that sense. but I want, I think it's, it's important. Like, cause we, again, I mean, I, here's the thing that I would say about anything, um, whether it's sports or whatever it is, I want, I want Marvel to have competition because yeah, if they have competition, then they're going to work harder to not just throw shit on the screen, yeah. which unfortunately is what some people are saying about She-Hulk. So that's my transition into our I think quick conversation get, about She-Hulk. I think for She-Hulk, um, episode three came out today. I did not uh, watch it. You have not watched it yet. So you can't so I see won't, it. I won't spoil so it. So don't talk about it. But your your brother watched it and he said, I'm not watching it No, he it watched again. a single scene and okay. that he saw on like social media. That oh, was like so the, that also the was the post credit scene. He didn't watch so. the episode. He watched the post credit He didn't see the actual Which episode. Which I can see yet. why like he found the specific post credit scene like rather. Okay. It's, it's just very... I'm all for genre changes, but like, She Hulk's not a genre change. She Hulk is a is a filmmaking style change. Okay. Which is like, which is goes from uh, like no, there's not a single Sex in the city. Well, not, not even Talking that. To the well, not not even that. Like, okay. um, I'm I just mean sitcomy. Yeah, like like sitcoms are not like the most beloved thing in the world as they are and like uh and i feel like a lot of the same people that probably dislike sitcoms are probably like the same people that dislike the mcu because they're kind of like the mainstream thing sure in a sense uh i don't know just well i just i just think that like it's not bad i don't think i think it's a perfectly serviceable show although the cg at points has been like fine at some points and completely like like horrible like I, I in the second episode when she like gets her new job right. like and she's like walking into the office and she's like just and it basically looks like they just have like the cg model and they got like a dude who's on the mouse like in like adobe and just like going up and down up and down is <laughs> they're walking like <laughs> oh yeah that's a jog so like that's how they walk because they're moving they're, well, they're me, bobbing let me let me throw in something on this <laughs> like, here's obviously i know a little bit about filmmaking i mean i worked yeah. in television for a number of years and here's my funny thing so you don't Everybody knows that there's issues with MCU yeah. that the the animators which they're addressing. This is being addressed on, in the let background. Me, let now. me finish my point. Is that everybody knows that they're having problems because th- there's not enough workers. Yeah, they're over they're overworking they're people overworked. too. Overworked. There's too many projects. They haven't been able to develop their staff as much yeah. as they wanted to. Just like everybody else. And they're trying to develop. Everybody's in, having a hard time yeah, finding. They're trying to help. develop an in studio right. thing as a like Lewis film now. But, it's like a solution. But the problem is then, then don't put into your script a line that says, when you're in the office, you have to look like She-Hulk. Like, the, her boss says that when yeah. she's in the office... Well, I, get, I understand so why, why that makes have, sense. No, but, like, like, for the, but from the a story... Pra- okay, 
why did we not see a lot of dragons in Game of Thrones? And how come we didn't see the white you okay, know, what I, wolf? Uh, uh, what's the ghost? Why? Because it was too. They didn't have the money in the beginning part of that show for the animation. So, but you, if you don't you, have the money for like a, a so, walking scene in like the second episode, then you haven't allocated enough like time and or money for either sure. way. But then so. don't make the script require that you need more focus on where you really need. I would. It. Say, I would say I agree with you partly, but more so in the fact that for that scene. Right. Like that because I'm back to that same scene in episode right. 2 where she walks in. Less so about having her just be the Hulk at all in that scene. I think what's worse is having her break the fourth wall in that scene. To the, also on top of the scene where where people can hear. Why it. have you decided that like this is the scene where you've decided to down tools your CGI? Right. Because is the scene is like the literally the one scene in the episode where she talks directly to the camera for a like a like a ten second period. Right. Like so, why is the is that the the moment you've decided to not do as well, right? Or put as less money into the moment where she's there's more attention being put on her, right? Which when she's awkwardly because again the fourth wall breaks don't work with the flow of the episodes at all either. If I'm being honest, I don't disagree with you on that. And, and, I, and, and I will I'll and be like, honest. I like I like the concept of breaking the fourth wall. No, and Deadpool works great. Deadpool, I've always liked it in Deadpool. And I just don't think it's a different style. I think they almost tried to depart. It's too meta. They tried to depart from the style, and it's supposed to be very, like Carrie yeah. from, Sex in the City, which and is almost crazy. What they should have just done is they should have just done it as the narrator and not done it as fourth wall breaking. Because what, what they ended up doing a lot in Sex of the City, and not that I watched a lot of it, but most of the time it was Carrie's narration where she was writing. And I think, like, if you think of, like, um, How I Met Your Mother, yeah. like, what they should have done is where, like, he never talked to the camera, yeah. but it was always him talking, and there was, like, a narration that kind of went... Th- they would have been better off just doing it as a narration and not doing it this way. I, and I understand that they wanted to stay like faithful, and I think I said this last week, like faithful to that character and to their history. But like, I don't. I think fourth wall breaks are typically bad anyway. Like, I think there's very specific content. Like, the, the, like what is it? Like, uh, what's well, that one? What's the one? Like, uh. Ferris Bueller's Day that's, that's the movie I'm thinking but, of. But, again, but it's a weird, charming, like almost awkwardness to it. So there's of the, the context genius, there. But again, go back to go back to Deadpool. Yeah. The genius of Deadpool breaking the fourth wall in that film. The director totally said, "I'm ripping off how they do it in Ferris Bueller's Day Off." Yeah. To the point that remember the post credit scene is literally the Deadpool scene, yeah. is the same hallway. He's wearing essentially the same robe. Go he's home. like, go home. Why are you still here? <laughs> it's, it's over. So he's, cause again, Deadpool yeah. can get away with it because Deadpool acknowledges yeah. that he's in a movie. And I think that, exactly. I think there's something inherently, well, she Hulk's not acknowledging. Well, she she's doesn't, in a movie she, she does in this episode. Se- oh, she does. But it's, but it's so, it's out of place though. It doesn't oh, make sense. Right. Like, well, um, then I, I, I better wait. I guess we should. And also, it, and also it, ch- it changes depending on like what the context is. So like in the right. first episode, she breaks the fourth wall and Bruce hears her. Yeah, that's and a then problem. And in the second, and right. again, I, I'm a continuity guy, especially for the MCU, which I think like right. the, I think this phase has been like the worst thing for the continuity of the MCU thus far. Sure. Like it's been so mis, like, mishandled oh, for for, sure. like, compared to like the care that seemingly went into a lot of like the other previous three, three phases. Yep. Um, but I think that there's something cringy about 
fourth wall breaks kind of as well. I, I, it's not a good style anymore. No, and, it's 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 very dated it's, as it is. But Deadpool gets away with it because it's it's a bit crude, and it's like and it's and it recognizes like the that it is like a like a is an Anna. I'm, I'm rambling here, but uh. Well, it's funny because like the. Do you first understand time, what I'm trying to no, say? The first time I ever remember seeing something from from breaking the fourth wall is a play which turned into a movie too called Our Town and the stage manager breaks the fourth wall. Yeah. And it's the first thing I ever remember as like a teenager watching where, and then Ferris Bueller came out before that. And it works in Ferris Bueller because the outrageousness of the comedy exactly. and it's the only film in that universe. Yes. So if they did Ferris Bueller part two, and they bring Matthew Broderick back, and now he's in a man, and he's, you know, and they kind of did it in a commercial a couple yeah. of years ago. But, like, if they did it now, they would have to do it because it's the only second thing in the universe. Yeah. So, but if there was all these movies that all took place in the same universe, and all of a sudden the other guy was breaking the fourth wall, or the girlfriend was breaking the fourth wall, or the teacher was breaking the fourth wall, it would seem stupid. Yeah. And, I, and I think that the concept of the fourth wall breaking Unless you go over the top with it, like you did in Deadpool, it just doesn't work anymore. Yeah, I don't. And again, I don't want to see Superman again, back to the and again back to exactly or Iron think, Man or somebody else. And I think it's another thing of seeing the MCU, which we're all so 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 familiar with, but in such a radically different format. And again, it's almost like, like it's it's their twenty something minute episodes. Like it's like it's like what's the so to, a part of it is like ah oh, what's the point like yep. of watching even like it's twenty. Five minutes. Like, I expect like the first Quinn episode was twenty two minutes. Thirty minutes. Like you know, like the second episode was twenty two minutes long. Because like, that's how long sitcoms are. I feel like that's even short for a sitcom. Like it just, no, because they get eight minutes of commercials on a sitcom. I guess, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I, that, I, I don't want to be too negative because I don't think it's to, horrible. So let's putting aside <laughs> the bad CGI and the the and fourth the, wall breaking yeah just the awkwardness of the show in general that it exists like just the existence of the show is awkward yeah kind so of. how do you feel about the actress playing she hulk i think she's I, fine I, she's know. not like again she hasn't blown me away like other characters like again like I don't, i'm not the most familiar with she hulk as a character compared to other ones right. but like she's she's good she's funny sometimes like she's i i, I like her portrayal I, i'm not fond of the, the fourth wall breaking yeah um once again, though, we have the same problem that we've run into some of these shows that the setting it up before we get to the actual, um, you know, yeah, we get to the actual what's going to happen kind of things. Plus, I think Deadpool's kind of claimed fourth wall break. I know she like that character, like kind of, uh, like long like years before Deadpool even did that, like right, like did it. But I think Deadpool's like kind of when you think of fourth wall break, like just in general, right. you kind of just think of Deadpool now because it's certainly the only recent thing that's like ever done it. Right. And I think like he's kind of like maybe unfairly like you he's kind of positioned a lot of like MCU or like Marvelish fans and think like oh yeah that's what fourth wall breaking is like when right. it happens. It's this kind of crude. It's funny. It's to make fun of what's going on around him and not in a cringy way where like her her jokes aren't like. They're not bashing on anything too right. much. It's right. just kind of, but you're, she's, and a lot of it is just like her getting, giving you like exposition, right. which like Deadpool doesn't give exposition during his fourth wall breaks right. too much. Right. Like, and when he, like maybe at the beginning of the movie he did. Well, we already kind of covered the issue of the breaking yeah. the fourth wall. So I guess before we wrap it up in terms of She-Hulk, 
Like, I still don't even know, like... I don't know where it's going. Who's the big bad? Like, where's the show going? I think they, they allude to it in, like, the next okay, so episode. Fine. But, like, not and too I think, much. Well, I, I know we're going to get more with Abomination and kind of, like, what... Yeah, Abomination's in this one, you too. You know, and so. I, I, I'm pretty sure we get Wong in this episode, I yes, think, too. Um, but, and Wong's you know, fine. Wong's decent. Well, Wong is... Wong's you know, Wong. Wong's the yeah. anchor, and he's very good yeah. at what he we'll does. We'll get Daredevil soon. Um, I'm sure we're going to Daredevil soon. They have soon. teased even more cameos after Wong and Daredevil now, okay. so... Which, the, like, literally, like, there's a joke in this episode that, like, this isn't a cameo a week every type of episode. It's like, well, Bruce was in the first one. Right. And, and then she's like, well, except for Bruce and Wong and Bob and So it's like, well, right, right. that's not a joke then. It's not. It's it like. Is. Well, she's kind of whatever. So. Yeah. So I I generally don't leave things. I just finish them. I'll just finish it. Like, I, I have finish no it. reason to quit it. It's And also, like, it's not a it's not a heavy lift. It's, it's giving me 27 lore, minutes. Like, I guess. It's 27 minutes a week. So, yeah. I mean, I, it's like like going to church. I can fit that in my schedule, you know? I can, I can you know, a yeah. little bit of whatever. So, all right. What else you got on that? Anything uh, else that's all I got for on. I got I'm just looking. Else. I just wanted to see, like, so, yeah. Well, no, the episodes were 35 minutes, 28, and 32. But there's a lot of credits and shit and extra scenes. Yeah, exactly. So. You never know when it's so. Going. I don't think mo- I don't think any of them, except maybe the last episode, are going to be more than 35, 40 minutes. Yeah, I agree. Unless they have something that they they're d- going to do the whole thing where they evolve out of, into something else. Yeah. So. All right. House All of, right. So House of the Dragon time, uh, right? So what? Are you t- what show is that? Shut up, man. So. All right. So we're going to be talking about House of the Dragon now, which episode two. Man. The uh, what's it called? The Rogue Prince. The Rogue Prince. Which let me just say, this this episode's better than even the first one is. Oh, without a doubt. Um, but it's also it's different. It is there's a a slight difference to even like I think the style of like filmmaking going on. Like it's shot a bit differently well, in terms of like like especially the dialogue scenes. Well, let's like a in, this, in, in this episode in particular, I would just want to say like there's so many shots that just hold on like the face of whoever who's ever talking. Right. Um and but not like these quick shots like it really just like leaves you with the actor and let and really highlights what the actors do especially with like Rhaenyra uh Rhaenyra's character they like very much like just focus like right on like the face and and really let the actor um like their performance of as like in their what they're feeling show like even um, yes I definitely like obviously it's it's the same. A lot of the crew and staff is yeah. similar to the original show. It's very, very similar if you but look into it. But there definitely is a step up in terms of the film production quality. That too as well. So well, There's more money than even season eight so was. They spent, a lot of money, they spent a lot of money on it, so they have better equipment, obviously. Even you mentioned the big production wall, the video production wall that they're using. Yeah. So they're, they're going to be able to do more with sets. Um, even when they were at uh, Dragonstone, um, mm-hmm. In this episode from Sunday, well, that was on the volume, which is interesting. It, like, it's it's really but like it's really it, good. it looks better. Mm-hmm. It, not that there was anything wrong with the Dragonstone before. It's a bit more fantasy esque. Yes, they're yes. definitely they're trying to give it more of a. It was it was eerier. It which is that's to be know, fair, that's something they killed off. Which is like Game of Thrones, as it was supposed to go on, was supposed to get just more and more magicy, more and more fantasy, and because they wanted to kill it, and because of like. Because the D and D wanted to kill it, right? Uh, like, 
they just kind of like really scaled back like the amount of magic that was supposed to be present. Well, and, and like even like the fantasy elements, they were and scaled it, and back. It certainly later wasn't, on. In, and they had a shitload of money by the end too. So where this is a more fantasy production standpoint, this is a more fantasy esque era. This is like at a high point of a like of the Targaryen dynasty. Well, so you have a lot of dragons. Yeah. Um, so it is so the world itself is a bit more. Magical, like it's at already this point. more magical, and it, just in its nature. And even like I think, like specifically the scenes that are shot, like in the the Red Keep, like in the right. the like in the the palace or whatever. Right. Um. Like those scenes are almost like really regal. Yeah. Like in the way they they're shot, and like the dialogue is they even more like upscale, like like uh, for sure. Like because again, these are uh, like characters that are like a hundred years into a dynasty. Like they're they're very set. Like I, I, even I, Valyrian, like the the, the 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 language sounds different because yep. again, it's more closer to the. It's what, not a, it's not a dead language anymore. What, what I really liked was, I I mean, for two episodes in, mm-hmm. I really have a great sense of all the characters and who I, they I are agree, and yeah. what they're about. Um, one of the things like for I mean. I remember when, you know, because Game of Thrones, when it came out, what, it was 10 years ago when it first came out? Uh, 2011. So when it first started getting a lot of traction, a lot of people weren't watching it. And, you know, um, you, you know, then you'd, you'd be at a, you'd be at work or you'd be somewhere. And, hey, have you watched, you know, yeah. have you watched Game well, of Thrones? Well, season three at the end is when it really popped off. But, you know, a lot of people were like, yeah, but you got to get through the first season. <laughs> it was like, what? You know, but I think even that's going away because season th- one is now considered one of the best seasons of the show. But regardless, season it, two is the best. But it, you know, I think I said this in the last episode. The advantage they have is they don't have to really build too much of the universe because it's already kind of set. No, they just have to. They just have to highlight the the subtle differences. Yes. To like what? Because again, this is a hundred and seventy years before the events of the other one. But Obviously, we, there's going to be societal differences. Very few people are coming into House of the Dragon and didn't watch Game of Thrones. I would agree with that. Yes. So they don't have to spend a lot of time explaining what what Valyrian what Steel King's is. Landing is. They don't have to yeah, say exactly. They don't have, mm-hmm. like where they had to do a lot of that in the whole first season. So it's not criticism of the show. Which that's been a bit more focused on but like it, the Targaryens themselves. It was a very bit. like a lot of people like even me. When my, you know, Tony and Stacy told me to watch Game of Thrones, yeah, and I watched the first couple episodes, and I'm like, okay, I'm a little bored, and and it it wasn't. There's not a lot going on in the first couple episodes. I mean, I really appreciate the first season, but I think it's better in like I, again, hindsight, maybe the, the first season, the first two three episodes, you gotta kind of you, you kind of like well, they gotta set up a lot of lore, and, yes, and yeah, where they building. don't have to do this. So two episodes in, they're moving you're, quick. I you're will like, say, oh my god, they're already doing this. Uh, that, that brings us a good point. The pacing yeah. of this, like from uh, season for one, example, from let's episode, talk about no, the from, real quick, from episode one to episode two, yeah. we've gone six months. Yeah. Like, and it doesn't yep. feel that we're going too quick, though. Right. Which, again, like, the, the one of the massive problems with, like, 7 and 8 like of Game of Thrones yeah. is it moves so quick. Yeah. And it's, and again, and again, like, for instance, like, Theon gets tortured for an entire season. Yes. In Game of Thrones season 3. And Night King in the long night lasts three episodes. Right. Like, so, like, the, so, you under, so it's very clear. But he, but at this point, um, I think we understand that kind of, uh, I, I have to that say, we're skipping through a lot of, like, what, real, of backstory what, that'll what, set the seeds for, like, a larger the story later on. The one character in particular on. that I think they've done an incredible job with is the, you know, is King Viserys himself. Like, yeah, yes, he's a very interesting character because guy, you don't really like him, first but you don't hate him either. You kind of feel bad for him. In a sense, yeah. Like, he... It, it's he doesn't really like, want to be king. He doesn't, doesn't really want to like. be king. He kind of understands that it's his responsibility. 
he's not good at it. No, he doesn't really. He doesn't make hard choices. Um, he, he, he's too easily manipulated. But at the same by time, by everyone around him. In this second episode, you just feel bad for him. Like it's a such an off. He mm-hmm. he he knows his responsibility. Like and, but at the same time, like he's still trying to hold on. Like he loves his wife. You know that he had to make the worst decision ever. Yeah. That's terrible decision to make, and he made it. So he's living with the mistakes of that. He, well, he, he made her. Su- he his made his wife suffer. Yes. Essentially, like even more so than she was already suffering. Yes. So and 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 then even like he screwed up his relationship with his daughter, but he's trying to do the best he can to fix it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the other thing he's just is a not intelligent. The expectation that he's supposed to marry again, and the choices that he's given. It's just ridiculous, and he knows it's completely yeah, wrong, no. and he just can't do uh, it. Let's bring attention to that. Like that moment is is like is again like Game of Thrones very much is about like showing you like stark realism. Yes. Of like because again fantasy is inspired by the Middle Ages, and sure. like and so this is just like stark like realism to like the feudal system and like how horror, especially it is to like even like Cersei as a character. And like is a lot, we're getting a lot of like the elements of like Cersei's story, sure. but it's but it, but it, they're very important to like basically the fabric of the show. So like Cersei's thing was she's again she's the most one of the most privileged people in the kingdoms. Like she's been the, she was Tywin Lannister's daughter. She's the right. queen when she was nineteen years old. Um, but also we see like moments that like she's also like n- not like the woman in a feudal system. She's right. the most and like the, we see how they're like. Like it, like I, uh, I, I've been watching uh, Game of Thrones like the last couple right. weeks. Basically, I, I watched the first episode of House of the Dragon, and it got me watching Game of Thrones again. Right. And I'm on season three right now. Um, when like Tywin tells, uh, I guess spoilers for all yep. this, by the way. Uh, this episode and Game of Thrones. Uh, yep. Tywin tells like Cersei, they go, yeah, you're gonna have to marry again. Um, and it, it literally says the words to her like, "You're still fertile." It's like, uh, "You gonna need to marry again and breed." And it's like, "Yeah, that's the way that men like men right. like their fathers own your own their daughters in this period." Right. And then they until the husband does like, and then the they, husband will then own the child of that woman and like. So it's, it's supposed to be they're really leaning into the kind of the dystopianness of right. like, of of it because it it feels pretty dystopian like compared to like. I don't know if that's the right word or not, but it feels like it's so, like, shocking. And especially, like, I guess, like, they have Sansa, right. like, in, like, who's, again, like, marries Tyrion when she's, like, 14. Right. But, like, Tyrion, like, is disgusted by it the entire time. Um, it's not as shocking because we've seen Sansa when she's older from the point we first got her. Right. So it's not nearly as shocking. Like, we get introduced, essentially, to this 12-year-old character. Like, in the context of, like, yeah, this is the girl that, like, the king is going to have to marry for this alliance. Right. And she's 12, and he's, like, and, 40. And they, they, purposely, and he's like, he's like, they purposely went out of their way to cast a young, small yeah. actress, too. Like, yeah, they did uh-huh. a great She looks way job. younger than 12. They, she they, looks, they, she they, looks, she's tiny. She yeah. looks like she's in, like, second grade. I think like, that's an important I mean, character going forward, too. No, um, but at the same time, I think they did a great job to really uh, accent – or accentuate that that oh, yeah. that no win situation. And to be fair, he doesn't. He's not into it. Like no, Viserys he's not. is not into and they, it. And even all. the one like, oh, you don't have to have sex with her until she's fourteen, though. Yeah, that line is like, like, oh yeah, until oh, you're fourteen. Oh, I'm like, my oh, God. I'm like Jesus. Like, and, and, and again, these the first two episodes have really leaned into like the almost horror. It is the a horror neat, of women in in feudal society. It's a neat thing too, from the standpoint of like he's the one who's resisting it. 
But it's funny because all these guys and even his his cousin, because uh, that the, the well to king, be fair, queen, she's horrified as well. The queen who never was, yeah. The queen who never was um, is his cousin, right? Uh, yes, his cousin. So, Who's the actual daughter of Jahari? But she's pushing her daughter because she's doing it for power herself. Well, I think it's more. So, it seems to be more the. Uh, she's doing Corliss. it too, though. She's doing it yeah. too, and she even but she, says, but it bothers but her, she though. even she says, says like, she says to her, you know, she says I to the king's the daughter, things, yeah. you should under, like you don't get like she's kind of grizzled and she's willing to accept it. Where you know it's it's just, well they passed over her. Yes. She was a clearly and I think but it's, because they passed think, over, she's willing to sell out her own. And kid. I think the context is like she's kind of viewed as right because even the thing like the queen that never was like that almost like indicates that oh yeah she could have been queen like she had the fort like the for the the fortitude right. to be like maybe a ruling queen and like everyone kind of maybe even realized that like yeah she was a much stronger individual than like say Viserys who he, when you, you in that prequel scene right. Viserys does not look thrilled that he's been selected like it's very no. much that like. He's been kept to keep the order of things, and now um, the order, he's weak. And now, look, he's, his weakness is a threat to this family. Right. And if anything, like because all the lords got to choose, essentially, they might have even picked the weaker person on purpose. Like, if they're sick of Targaryen well, rule, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, let's be honest. I, there's they, still dragons and they, stuff. They but. certainly were never going to give – they weren't going to give the, the whatever, the, the yeah. chair – to his brother yeah. because you're not going to go – you're always going to go with the order of things and the oldest son was going to get it. So it was going to be – really came down to who was going to get it and yeah. they weren't going to give it to a woman. So him just happened to be the oldest male yeah. was ended up getting uh, Rhaenyra is really good in this episode. She really is. Rhaenyra, you really grow to like a lot yeah. in this episode, especially um, – well, let's go to the big – let's go to the growth for her. At that, that too. Like yeah. in that one scene where she has an idea, whether yeah. it's good or not. Like She's already a very different character than what yeah. she was in – Season one, in she, episode one. She she's already evolved over the she's six months. She's accepted the role that she has to play based on that conversation yeah. that she had with she's her father. She's matured very clearly. Yes. She kind of knows she she's has named. to. Yeah. And she even takes, lets her father off the hook. Mm-hmm. She says to her father, I know you have to marry again, and I know yeah. it's not going to be a reflection on how much you loved mother. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Even Otto. Uh, she's got Otto, Otto Hightower, like, he's very, very, very conniving in this oh, one. Yeah. So, like, he's not even. He's, he's our new first little, one. He's, he's a bit more subtle. Finger. He's, he's a bit yeah, exactly. Hello, he's a, Sansa. He's slightly more yeah. subtle in the first one. Yeah. This one, not at all. Yeah, yeah, this one is just like. Yeah. He's like, well, if I were you, I would yeah. do this. And then you know? the, we get to the the guy who's t- the episode's titled after, the Rogue Prince. Oh, Matt Smith steals the show when he when he walks on screen. He's only in the single scene. He's in two scenes. Well, yeah, right. But and like in that scene, like um, and he just has it for attention. He doesn't have like he doesn't have a kid. He's not getting married. Like any um, it was all bullshit. Yeah, he just wants his brother's attention. Like he just wanted to mess with him. But also, like we get even more of like the uh, where like that that's a big moment in defiance of his king. He's he calls himself the heir to the throne. But at that moment, like Rhaenyra goes there, Rhaenyra shows up with her dragon, like when she's not supposed to as well, which is right. like Daenerys' behavior. Which is a pretty cool leadership. No, thing. that's very like it's very cool. And Otto's not happy for her to be there. And uh, oh yeah, Sir Kristen Cole's in the King's Guard now, so that's yep. another. That was fu- oh yeah, that whole scene that where that, she that pushes him. forward whenever that narrative. And it is was a as cool well. way that she took she, her, her father gave her the ability to pick the leader of the King's Guard. And she sniffed out the only she, one with uh, combat experience, she, like she real wanted, combat. Yeah, like, she didn't want like a p- politician. She wanted somebody. She didn't want a political pick. She, she wanted, wanted like an actual yeah. warrior to defend yeah. herself. Because I think that she's gonna. She's like they're her. Yeah. Like his or basically her personal now. I think because her personal got elevated to. 
or so commander, I think. Are the what King's do you Guard. think of what do you think of the kind of the looming crisis? Uh, I the, think they're showing that like that the battle lines in this episode of the battle lines have already been not drawn. within the family. I'm talking about the other threat. The oh, other. the crab feeder thing. Um, that character looked creepy as hell, by the way. Uh, I think. Well, basically, let's talk about basically. Well, uh, let's see. Damon does not call Rhaenyra's bluff because Rhaenyra just said, "Like, look, like I'm, I'm, the, I'm the heir now. I've been named it. So if you want to be it, you have to kill me." And like, I, and like, he obviously still does care for well, both his brother and Rhaenyra. He does. Even like, there's a point when when him and Corlys, because Corlys, um, obviously, we'll get to this in a bit, but um. Corliss's proposal for his daughter to marry the king doesn't get selected, and another proposal is selected instead. Right, and he's very Which unhappy about saw that. It coming, yeah. And we get a look, and he has this great monologue where we get a lot of backstory about Corliss, and then it like pans over to like who he's talking to. He's talking to Damon, and he's going to get basically Damon and his dragon to like kind of defy the king along with his navy, which is the strongest um, in the kingdoms, and he he's one of the richest houses at this point as well. Um, and they're going to go take these things called the Stepstones, which are basically an island chain that's in between uh, Essos, which, or like the Asia type of continent that we've been in a lot in the original Game of Thrones, right. and, uh, and Westeros. So, like, there's these little islands between them, and like, there's kind of a colony situation going on, and there's a lot of pirates and stuff that are being backed by like the, for the free cities, like Essos-type-based uh, stuff. Um, but I think what that's getting set up is... It, well, do you want me to talk about trailers or no? Not really. Okay, then. Um, I, I know because I get I know a lot about Damon's and that's character, why I don't so want I don't want to like, go too far I don't want into you it. to you it's funny cuz you're coming in and having a little more background where I'm just discovering it as it goes. Yeah. And what I love about it is is even when um what's the 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 other guy who showed up, the one who wants his daughter to get married? Uh, Otto. Uh, no, not Otto. Tower. The other, the Hightower. No, not Hightower. Corliss. Corliss, Corliss. Valerian. So, Corliss is, he's, he's super cool. freaking manipulative. Yeah. And obviously, we're going to have but some he's cool a bit more stuff honest. with him. But he's got, I mean, he, he wastes no time. He goes he's around just, he's his just back. Blunt. He goes right to the brother right away. Yeah. And even the brother's kind of like, I, I, I'm not ready. I, I'm really not. He's still kind of, even though he's been passed over and his brother... I think he still understands why his brother did it. Like, he doesn't see... Well, to be fair, I think there might be a sort of... Like, is it, like I know, like, he kind of admits to, like, the queen... And, there's, there, is, there's something sits me, or sits wrong with me, about the fact that they didn't show him calling the prince the, the, the king that never... The heir that never was, or the heir right. for the day, or whatever he called it. I don't like, think it like actually why happened. Why didn't they show that? Because like, it so, didn't happen. I don't think it happened. It didn't like, happen. And at some point, I think that will come out. Mm-hmm. And But he is supportive of his brother because, so he said, we all mourn in our own way. Mm-hmm. And he still kind of, in a weird way, supports his brother. He, he definitely has some type of feelings for yeah. but his I think cousin. The, I think the future battle lines have already been you know, drawn, though. His niece. Because one thing that really gets, and this is a little bit off topic, but one thing that really gets kind of hammered home in this episode is, like, like we don't really see a way that, like, the realm is going to, like, just fully accept Rhaenyra. No, not at, at all. all. Like, not at all. So she's kind of already, at, like, at, at this point in her life. That's why the marriage, that's why the marriage was so important that, so he would have more support from... From Valerion's, from like Valerian. the powerful house, yes. like 
and now he's kind of blown that. But the funny thing about it is I'm not sure that Damon's going to go all the way with the Valerians. Um, w- well, I think that – I think there's a decent – and again, I actually don't know this. I don't know at all. Um, Like, I think that the little girl, like, I mean, th- what what are the odds that, like, Damon gets, like, with the girl? Well, instead. we're going to have a- Like, they do that, and instead of having, like, the king marry right. um, that girl, like, has to bind the house – because again, if Damon is a rogue prince now and he still has a dragon that's not connected to the Targaryens, the Valerians theoretically, through marriage and through alliance with Damon, could get their hands on a dragon rider. Right. So like he could become like almost like more allied if especially if he's been exiled, like right. he kind of has been slightly yeah. by his brother, like he tried to send him away to the Vale. Um like so maybe at that and he's not doing that. He's obviously gonna go fight like right. with, with Corliss in the step zone. So that's we are getting a battle episode in episode right. three, which is crazy in and of itself, considering that the first big battle episode we got for Game of Thrones was like season and two, and episode relatively nine. Soon, I think by episode five or six, we're getting a flash we're getting a time jump. Yeah, but the new act again, those the older actresses are pretty prevalent at some point in I the season we know five, like it's either season five or five six or episodes season six. Yeah. so we're gonna get a time jump so even the girl that's currently 12 yeah when we get a time jump it's those going, she's gonna, gonna be older yeah. now and then it's gonna be a little bit different but if know? we're being so obviously like damon it's very weird well, well I, th- I think we can already see the battle lines though of right. like obviously Viserys is gonna have of uh, Viserys if you don't know for the first episode like Otto sends his daughter right. to like go kind of like almost not seduce Varys but like kind of just be a warm shoulder herself. to cry on exactly ingratiate herself into his life and Viserys has grown quite fond of her by this point in this episode and um it, but she's but again like she does a pretty good job like she plays the right. game well especially right. for her age because you remember like Sansa at like a very similar age wasn't good at all. At, like, kind of uh, manipulating or anything. No, she was very innocent. But, like, this girl is, like, despite the fact she's, like, literally tearing her fingernails apart from, like, the stress of it all and, like, the nervousness, she's, um, like, she's pretty good at manipulating him. Like, even, like, the, the specific word choice, like, later on, like, right. uh, like, is pretty important. There's also a really cool, very, very good scene with Rhaenyra and, uh, what's her name? Uh, and Allison. Right. Like, and I think it's, like, the last really kind of nice scene between the two of them because yeah, now they're going to be kind of because they're going to be clearly when she's when, clearly going to when he son. announces he's going to marry the other girl yeah um that clearly is created yeah. some because alicent is because again we've, we've very we've, we've i think we very clearly have a a ned stark type character with viserys especially because they've sure. already did his disease thing right. like even like even the cut that he did on his ha- on his finger like in the last first episode six months later his finger's like literally decaying Right. Essentially, well, like they're gonna have to cut it off soon. Right. So like he's that he's not too long for this world realistically. It might be ten years, then he might suffer further as it just goes along. And well, along. I think we're gonna almost get like a Cornwall. What's his name? Like in yeah, in, I know um, what you mean. in um, Braveheart, where like he just gets mm-hmm. older and sicker yeah, and mean. weaker, and and eventually they kind of take power from. But again, him. I I think we're pretty sure sh- we're getting a Lannister type yeah. situation where like even though that like Joffrey, even though he was. Cersei and Jamie's son. Right. Joffrey was a Baratheon, technically. Right. So it was like the, a Baratheon king, or like a different king, being backed by mainly the Lannisters. Right, because like, he's the closest thing they so had So this we're going to have like right. a Targaryen son, right. um, who is going to be backed by like the High Towers. Right. And then at that point, basically, especially because like we've already kind of positioned Daemon opposite the High Towers, 
we've positioned um, Corliss yep. opposite the high tower, so those two kind of already end up as the awkward thing. But also, if if Rhaenyra is like going to be the person, who, oh, basically in this episode they make it clear that at least many of the other lords just see Rhaenyra as a way to just spurn or make Damon step aside, so we didn't have to worry about him. So she's basically just being used as a pawn, as like a, a stopgap until like, oh, until what's-her-name could have an actual, until Allison could give him a son, you know, and like he can try again. And then we can just pass over Rhaenyra, the girl, at that point, and then we right. can give it to the son. And at that point, if you're Rhaenyra, then we're like, okay, like I'm just going to like, well, I guess we're, this is obviously going to lead to conflict. This wouldn't right. be a show without it. So I think at a certain point, like Rhaenyra just says, screw it, and I'm going to put the realm to the torch just to like – out of spite, like along with the other people who have been spited, and like the people who have been spited this far are Rhaenyra, Damon, the Valerians. But I so that could be a squad, like right. going forward. That could be like we're what gonna we're get some of the, definitely like, get some cool things. But I I like what all of this that's going on, and I mentioned it about five ten minutes ago. Mm-hmm. But there's still this other threat with the the crab feeder. I think that's a very I think that's a to give Damon. I think it's that this is a, a this is just to create a um a theater of war for Damon to, like, kind of, like, prove himself strong almost right. um, to then become even more of a threat, like, going forward. So I think this is for a proving ground, an early kind of cr- a creepy threat that they're going to do well, but something that's probably not going to be long-term, but maybe no. more of a, of a, a season one-type thing just to fit with the ascension of Damon. That's possible, like, too. The they roguiness of Damon. They, they also have to deal, like, they have to deal with these threats because that's something that's coming up in the politics of it. But I, I like the fact that I don't want... Because what does Viserys I do if they, if they go and win the so, war by so themselves? Here's, here's like, the funny thing about some of these some of these like sci-fi fantasy type shows. I like when they do the political drama backstory mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. But at the same time, I also want the big bad. I don't want it just to be about like breaking the breaking the wheel and yeah. and you know the way the way you know the way kings and would marry their cousins and that's all fine and I like that but I also liked the concept of the, that overriding kind of bigger threat in that was going on and even though obviously Game of Thrones they you know with the the walkers and everything was a different thing yeah. but I do like that there's also this kind of like there's this civilization of stuff and they've got an order and they've got a way you have to marry and yeah. blah, 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 blah. But meanwhile, you got this crab feeder creepy shit going on, which I liked that, you know, the fantasy and kind of the, well, they need a, most they need of a the unique, world. This is a peaceful, a mostly peaceful time. Yes. So like you need a kind of, kind of contained. And that they threat. almost don't even think of it as being that big of a deal right now. And I kind of like, well, the, Viserys I, avoids yeah. anything that's not like positive. Cause right. I guess, cause again, Viserys is, has the weight of also following a really good king who, like, literally oversaw 55 years. He was king for 55 years right. of peace. Right. So, like, Viserys is now, like, when he avoids those moments, it's almost like he's just trying to cling to, like, and to something that he knows he's not strong enough to keep. Right. But um, he's trying, like, despite, well, just by ignoring all and, and it almost reminds me of going back to the Star Wars universe where you kind of had, like, the Jedi Council... And they really didn't think anything was a threat to them. True. And I almost like I, I like that there's these. Well, there's definitely other, hubris going on yeah. in this in the small council right. chamber. And that so. that 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 humility that's going to definitely come to them all at some point yeah. in some capacity. Um, <clears throat> and it's interesting. There's a lot of cool stuff going on. I, I I'm kind of glad that I don't know too much about 
yeah. the background that you have a little bit of background, but although I enjoy the background I have, but also it's not set in stone it, because of the style the book because, has been written in. Because as so. you even said, victory is you know history is written by the victors, mm-hmm. so it, it's not. Supposed I mean, to I've, be I'm only two episodes in, and I'm already aware of like at least three or four things that have been changed from the book. Yeah, like so in terms of like because again they've the way they've said it is that is an in universe like textbook. That, that is written, written by biased sources or right. incorrect sources. That's at some a great point. way like, to do it. And, and one of them's a yeah. jester. Like one of them's literally like a. But we have it. We're gonna meet. It's like a dwarf. Uh, I don't know if that's the word to use, but in the in universe they in call universe them that. In universe they call them that. So like who's it? Like a so jester. Yeah, you're not. You're not. Hopefully, you're not. I don't think you're offending anybody. Because I'm not sure what the word is. Actually, uh, on top of my head, but. nowadays it tends to be yeah. little people, things like that. Yeah. You know, I don't. I don't. To be honest, it's one of those things that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. no good. There's probably not a good term. I, I don't know Tyrion. Know. I did Tyrion was. I think I thought of Tyrion. I was like, oh yeah, yeah. Tyrion called himself a dwarf like in universe. Yeah. So I mean, so. you're just. I mean, you're not. Obviously, you're not trying to offend anyone. No, I know. So. Yeah. Uh, well, anything else I would think like no, besides just, the fact that this shit is like really well shot. So now it I got to figure really out what I'm gonna good. fit Lord of Rings in. Yeah, I don't even know I mean, about that. Yeah. I don't even know what. Else. I, there's other stuff. I don't know if I'm supposed to watch like. Do I need to watch like Lord of the Rings like have the you not movies? No, but I've watched the. But I've. Do you have? Nine hours? You know how I over... It is nine hours. Do you have nine hours? You know hours? how I, like, you, like... And then the 47... I approach things, And the though. 47, you know, uh, um, parts of The Hobbit that, that were unnecessary? Like, literally, like, I literally liked Game of Thrones so much. I was like, all right, I'm going to go look at the backstory for random stuff. Did someone say something... Who said the stupid thing about, like... Not us. It wasn't even your brother. Someone made some stupid reference that, that the one dragon... Was this was comparing the one dragon to smog from the Hobbit? Wasn't somebody made somebody made some stupid comment about that the other day that like who would win smog or I think or, it was or, or, or somebody or like that. Know, it was man. like no, get out of here. That's a stupid. But um, oh yeah, no, so I'm not rewatching. Dragon, like I'm that. not rewatching Lord of the yeah. Rings because first of all, this all what takes it, place. No, before I would say Lord what is interesting. This is, let me just roll back slightly, yeah. and then you can go for Lord of the Rings. Sure. Um, I don't have anything to say for that. For that. For that. The, the dragon egg that's in this episode. Yeah. That, like, I don't know. Oh, if, you said, oh, I have, get to the dragon egg. I have two things I want to say to wrap up this that conversation. Ab, that, well, actually, there's another thing I want to bring up, I, I too, want to bring up the same thing, but you get to do the dragon uh, egg. The, I get the to do dragon the dragon egg. They, I don't know if, if they, um, they call that dragon egg what it is, or if they, if it's the dragon of that, um, if, like, if it's, the, if they call it the mother's egg. Right. Like, so they say it's Dreamfire, like, because they say, like, the egg was Dreamfire's princess, which I know, but Dreamfire is the... Like in the not conspiracy, but in the theory, Game of Thrones community, especially in like the books, Dreamfire is thought to be like the the the, the one that laid Danny's eggs, okay. like Daenerys's three eggs. Like is Dreamfire is thought to be like the mother of that of those ones, right? Or I think <clears throat> dragons are genderless actually, but whatever. Uh, uh, so like that. So I don't know if that egg is Dreamfire. Or if that is Dreamfire's egg, I'm not sure. Either way, that's a pretty cool dragon, though. It's, like, a literally, like, a bright blue, like, okay. dragon. So I, if we get to see that at some point, like, if that thing gets born and um, uh, at some cool. point and gets yeah, a no, rider, that'd be cool. But otherwise, I can't wait there is another dragon, items. though, that gets mentioned in this episode. We yeah. don't see. We see, obviously, Caraxes in, um, right. in uh, Cyrax, I think, is, a, right. is uh, Rhaenyra's dragon. But they mentioned Vagar. In, is that what you're talking about, or was that what you wanted to get yeah, to? Yeah. The Vagar thing, the, when the little girl is talking to Viserys, she makes a very like the first thing she asks about is Vagar. If I remember, no, she asks yeah. about. Have anybody seen Vagar? No, she asks about him riding Balerion, actually, right, which right. Balerion is the one that Aegon, like the biggest dragon ever, that Aegon conquered all the Westeros with, and she talks about how 
like, because he was the last rider of that dragon. And then, then she goes and asks about Vagar, and we act, and he actually tells her a specific location to where Vagar is. And Vagar does not have a rider at this point at all. So there is a thing. So I, I think Vagar probably is going to end up being pretty essential to some main character, but uh, but uh, I'm not sure on which side yet. Right. But um, so we, but that girl asking about it, I wouldn't be surprised if we get a little bit of like. Again, all the Valerian children theoretically can ride dragons because their mother is a Targaryen. So I, we have a chance for like a, a couple of the whatever, however many uh, Valerian children they are to also ride uh, dragons as well. Cool. And again, if Vagar is that big, like well, it's going to be a problem. I, you know, it's going to be fun, but he's also old, so we don't know how active he'll be at his age. True, but it's still massive, though. It's still, it's still it's like, massive. Because dragons are like crocodiles, and they just they have it. They just they just keep growing. But as at they the get same older. time, he's older, so yeah. he's gonna be as strong. Like as he can't silly. fit in the big like in the massive like dragon pit thing right. at all. Like he's like, yeah, he can't fit in there. Right. <laughs> so the two things that I wanted. To yeah, bring let's up, go. Yeah, go so the two. one thing I kind of like, which is two things, and they kind of tie into the same thing. Um, I love the weird thing they did with the king, where he's obsessively building this model. And Which is the same model that the the openings with because they that's you stole my thing yeah. so you're a jerk I love Sorry, the fact yeah. that the building of the model yeah. ties back to the original series and and I love the fact this little obsession with the broken toy because it's it, it, and and obviously how the girl kind of you know what's her face fixes that kind of does that yeah. I love that oh he was building the model the model's the thing that we watch all the time yeah. for the first show and then more importantly was it the theme song. That is, yeah, that is true. That for me was like, and I like that they didn't That's like do reclaiming, it. Like this is, and Game they of didn't, and like, they didn't do it right away. And I love that they, they episode, didn't do it yeah. right away. They waited, and I, I like when films do that. Like, like for example, going back, and I thought about this in comparison, in the first James Bond film yeah. with Daniel Craig, he becomes 007 during the course mm-hmm. of the film. Yeah. So he doesn't. You know, we don't hear the James Bond theme mm-hmm. until the end of the movie. Yeah. And I like that they did something similar with this, is that this is Game of Thrones. You know, this is Song of Ice and Fire. You know, the story of Ice and Fire. This is, but this is our theme. Yeah. I mean, and that, I that like theme that is iconic. It's like the Star Wars theme. Yeah. Like, it's that iconic. Like, I don't want a different the, theme It's the song. TV equivalent of the Star Wars sure, theme. Sure, I like, definitely would agree with that. I don't want a different theme. Mm-hmm. And again, like this is just like Game of Thrones is over. This is like kind of the same show, but it's just framing the time the period it's differently. All the same but it's universe. still the Song of Ice and yes. Fire world. Right. Like, right. Um, I mean, it, Star it, Trek didn't use yeah. the same song for every show. And then another, and uh, that's fine because yeah, each show kind of got its own song, which is fine. But I like something for this for whatever reason. Yeah. To me, the, the universes are so tied mm-hmm. together that it still, really, in my mind, is the same story. Well, even like the the actual physical model itself not the, the one that's in the because right. obviously it's a model of valyria like the right. the homeland of like the targaryens stuff the, right. the, which is still destroyed even in this period it's destroyed right. like even before like like 100 years before this um so it's interesting that like that's a really cool way like even just like at a script writing level or like an in-universe level to give information about valyria which they would obviously know more about being right. that they were closer to it um, given that, like, this is a Targaryen-based show, and that, obviously, like, we're gonna get a lot more information about, like, Valyria, hopefully, and, like, that type of society, especially because it's pretty fascinating. Uh, so I think just, like, just the, the foresight of, like, oh, yeah, he could be building one, and that can be our vehicle for how we inform right. people, we, we 
kind of unwrap the mysteries of like their homeland a little bit more than like okay. even we would in like because again right. Danny didn't know anything. So Danny was by herself. She was yeah. a baby. Like, so you got anything else major? Because we said we want to go a little shorter time. Uh, so I think that's we it. We should wrap it up. That's all but I, I have one thing I have to ask you, and you're yeah. going to be mad when I ask you this question. Because <laughs> okay. it's a terrible joke. So when do you think we get Hiccup? Who? The, 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 if you're talking about the, the motherfucker <laughs> from How to Train Your Dragon, like who wrote Toothless. I had a Google it because I've never You've never fucking seen that movie. I've never seen I'm like, how do you know Hiccup's name? I from, didn't. I Googled and I'll, it. I'm not going to lie. I just did it right now. I, I, I will say, the How to Train Your Dragon <laughs> movies are actually pretty good. Okay. Like they're, like, I'm, I'm sorry to the producers of How to no, Train saying, Your no, Dragon. No, no, no. Genuinely, like, like Dreamville, it's a Dreamville that's thing. Dreamworks. Dreamville Dream makes, works. usually, Dreamworks usually just puts out, like, Shit. like garbage. Yeah. Like, and they just, like, like it's, like, the same t- yeah. cartoon and the same style, but they change it a little bit right. and just, like, the concept. But, like, How to Train Your Dragons actually has, like, a well-thought-out concept that, like, and, I, like, there's three of them, and all three of them are all, are actually pretty good. Yep. And, like, the characters are likable. Like, it's got a pretty decent message. Like, well, so I got no problem with those. Those are some of the better uh, cartoon movies that have been, animated movies that have been made in the last, like, decade, probably. So. Okay. Well, I, I didn't mean to throw any shade on No, I'm not, I didn't think you were throwing shade, but I was just saying my little, like, I had a Google it, and I was like, because so. I didn't even know any. I don't think I've ever. Well, by the and time those the pro- movies they came actually out. age the protagonist, too. Each movie, I think the protagonist gets older for that one, okay. too. So. There you go. I always like them when they do that in cartoons, for whatever reason. What do you mean? Um, Just usually when you get, for a cartoon, like, the character doesn't age. Oh, I between, see. Like, like yeah, he for, got older. Like, I think it's a bad example, but, like, Poe's not older in, like, Kung Fu Panda, like, three. Right. Like, then he isn't, like, one. I'm sure he's, like, a slightly different character. I don't I haven't seen those movies in years. But, like, right. it's, he looks the same. Like, but, like, and Hiccup from episode, the first one, like, he's an adult by, like, the third one when he's a kid in the first right. one. I like when cartoons do that. Anime does that a lot where the yeah. character Well, we did that ages. with Avatar. So, I mean, Avatar, he definitely... And that's why I like Attack on Titan a lot in Naruto because, yeah. like, we actually see the characters, like, age right. slightly when they, as they go along. Unlike so. Charlie Brown. Always, or like on like kind of like grade. like Saturday morning cartoons is like yeah. a good example. It's like oh yeah, it's the same character for like ten seasons. They don't age or anything. Well, like Bart that, Simpson never got any older. Oh that yeah, that's like thirty that. years of. And again, there's exceptions. Like obviously Archer doesn't age at all, and Archer still like. Well, <laughs> Archer doesn't even change at all. Well, like, every season. What I liked about Archer is, is every season it's a different concept. Uh well, and towards the newer ones, yeah, yeah. Like, like when the they, when he seasons, was kicked like, out and he had to be like a private. I mean, eye. It feels like they're, and they they're just used, they just used the Magnum PI now, theme for yeah. the season. Mm-hmm. I would just love that. I mean, just I made, think that was the last time it got like was like you know, original. I think the last the the last three or four. I, I haven't really watched, watched a lot of the more recent I gotta, seasons. Yeah, I think but I um, just saw that it's they got a new episode. Because I got I got sick of like it's on Hulu. Because again, at the end of that, and again, spoilers for Archer if you care about that. But um, at the end of season six, which I think is like the PI season, like he dies. Or something, right. or he gets like goes into a coma, and then he's in a coma for like the next four seasons, and he's just dreaming a different dream. For like, it's like I, we get it. It's like go bring us back to the original concept. Sometimes which is, like, they run the out office, of ideas, so. which is like the office, but James Bond, which right. is like the original, um, right, <laughs> like Archer. Sure. So, all right, well, let's wrap it up. Yeah, I'm good. Um, again, we appreciate everybody for tuning in. Um, uh, we're, you know, again, please follow our social media. Um, again, if you're interested in getting into podcasting or you got questions about this podcast or just the facility itself, you know, reach out to us on our social media. Again, thank you to Matt Johnson, BACBH Radio, for all the support that he gives us so that we can all do this. And um, so, you know, keep podcasting and uh, keep listening. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Take care. Take care.